the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, we have a lot to talk about today on a Friday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. And I can talk with you as our phones have been fixed. And we look forward to hearing from you on all manner of topics. The politically correct, completely inoffensive nickname change of the Cleveland Indians um, apparently offends some people because it's uh, just that. Uh, completely inoffensive and uh, very, 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 I was going to say vanilla, but maybe vanilla is racist. I, I, I don't know anymore. Uh, we will talk about the Columbus City Schools mask mandate and how much, if any, that mindset will be embraced by other districts in the area. And one of the contrarian doctors out there uh, you will hear from today, liberally, And I think it shows exactly how alarmist and how um, way in front of common sense Columbus City Schools have been in requiring their kids to wear masks. Uh, Are we going to get back to the case where COVID numbers start every Bruce Hooley show? Uh, I don't think so. Not with me. Uh, They're up. And a lot of people are worried about them because they're up. But again, (laughs) the numbers are high, yes, relative to what they were a month ago. Who's getting it? How seriously is the case of it? And you can pretty much make these numbers say anything you want. Oh, they're up 60%. Well, how about the deaths? How about the hospitalizations? Who's getting it? Context, not a lot of it. So I am much less alarmist on it than uh, most people are. The Olympics are underway, and the citizens of Tokyo are letting the power brokers of Tokyo know they don't like it a bit. Protests in the street, such that you could even hear the protest inside the otherwise empty Olympic Stadium. 950 dignitaries allowed inside uh, in a stadium that was built to hold 70,000. But outside, the streets were full of protesters, which alone defies the rules set up by the uh, Japanese authorities to keep COVID down. So I don't know if NBC will show that or you'll hear it tonight if you are uh, inclined to watch it. Uh, I could care less about the opening ceremonies, because I am not parade guy. And the opening ceremonies, uh, having sat through one myself in 1980 in the dead of winter in Calgary, 
when I was covering it for the Cleveland Plain Dealer, I can flat out tell you it is definitely just a parade. Uh, Franklin County Judge is looking at a case that could restore the $300 additional unemployment benefits to those of you who had them cut off on June the 26th. Mike DeWine, I thought, dithered in letting these benefits go another three to four weeks beyond when he could have stopped them. But there is a Cleveland law firm uh, saying that because these federal funds are available and DeWine is not allowing them to be put into unemployment checks, he is uh, robbing the state's economy of millions of dollars that could have a residual economic impact. Uh, I do not favor this lawsuit. I think the governor, as I said, waited too long to cut these unemployment benefits off. When we have so many jobs open and so many people who are still out of work because they're doing just fine with Joe Biden's checks for every kid you have and stimulus checks and no uh, eviction notices and everything else, mm -mm, not in favor of that one little bit. And speaking of money, you cannot, and this is very unfortunate, you cannot run for office and win office to represent a constituency in any way, shape, or form without money. And we have a big, big, big primary coming up in early August for the seat formerly held by Steve Stivers in the U.S. Congress. Well, that's not going to be awarded in August, but the Republican nominee for that seat in the November general election will be decided in early August. Who's got the money on their side? Shouldn't surprise you that the people with the money on their side are the ones that you hear the most about in advertising because advertising costs money. Mike Carey, the guy who Donald Trump endorsed, uh, leads the way, according to a study by the Columbus Dispatch. Mike Carey has raised almost a half a million dollars. Bob Peterson, who is uh, a state senator, a farmer, which he says in his ads, uh, is at $455,000. So he's number two. Jeff LeRae, the guy Steve Stivers has endorsed, uh, he is around uh, $227,000, but but he's gotten the benefit of three hundred grand spent by Stivers because Stivers left Congress and had a bunch of cash left in his campaign coffers, and he's spending it to try to get the person that he favors in the race, Jeff LeRae. Now, Jeff LeRae would, it stands to reason, be the guy that Steve Stivers thinks would do the job most like Steve Stivers, correct? Would Stivers inter, uh, endorse Jeff LeRae if he didn't think Jeff LeRae would do the job like Stivers? I don't think so. So we've had Jeff LeRae on the show, I think twice, once uh, imploring the governor to send troops to the Texas border with Mexico, and once just as kind of an introductory visit. Uh, we have had uh, Ruth Edmonds on the show. We have had Omar Tarazi on the show. Uh, in terms of their particular fundraising, raising, Ruth Edmonds is fourth in the race with $162,000. Uh, Omar Tarazi is uh, right around, well, Omar Tarazi is actually above her with $201,000. So uh, he's a Hilliard uh, attorney on Hilliard City Council. Ruth Edmonds is former head of the NAACP here in Columbus. Uh, she has an affiliation as well with uh, 
I'm trying to remember the new name, CCV. It used to be Center for Christian Values. Now it's now it's the Center, Center for, for Christian, Christian Virtue. Virtues. Yeah, what was it before? Citizens for Community Values. Exactly. Citizens for Community Values. Yep. Now it's the Center for Christian Virtue. So they changed the name and they didn't change the acronym. So those are the fundraising totals, and we'll see if they directly play into who is the uh, top vote-getter in the Republican primary or is not the top vote-getter in the Republican primary. Uh, What I want to do with you next is to uh, take your pulse on what you're going to do if your local school district requires your kids to wear masks this fall. Nobody is neutral on this topic. And we have not had the chance to interact for a couple of days, but now we do. 844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989 is our number. So I will take you through uh, the latest comments from Marty McCarry, who the White House cannot stand. He's probably, in their mind, one of the 12 people who's spreading misinformation. Uh, but Marty McCarry is a very esteemed doctor As I've said before, I network with several people in the medical profession, and all of them think very highly of Marty McCarry. He's at Johns Hopkins. He's no slouch. So I have extensive comments from an interview between Marty McCarry and Ben Shapiro on the Daily Wire podcast. We'll play some of those, and I would like to get your thoughts. Columbus City Schools has said they're going to make kids wear masks. Vaccines are available for kids 12 and up. Given where this is trending, and now Fauci is talking about masking, Joe Biden the other night preemptively told, ordered the CDC to change its view that masks are necessary in kids. I mean, he said, I'm not going to tell them what to do, but here's what they're going to do. So either he has inside information or he's strong-arming them. How will you react What's your recourse, if any? Should masks be required in your kid's public school this fall? 844-TALK-989 is our number. It's the Bruce Hooley Show. Five twenty, Bruce Hooley Show. Bottom of the hour, we will talk with Matt Mayer of Opportunity Ohio. Looking forward to talking to Matt. He's in the business of helping business in the state of Ohio. We approached it from a restaurant perspective yesterday with John Barker of the Ohio Restaurant Association. Matt is a, a freewheeling thinker and an honest broker, and I'm looking forward to getting his view on the political races that we're keeping our eye on here: the Senate race, the 15th congressional district race. Uh, agenda items that the General Assembly will be tackling when they come back in session in September, and maybe even uh, get his opinion on the Cleveland Guardians. By the way, we are the we are still the home of the Cleveland Indians on our sister station, 95.9 The Fish. Aaron, what do you think of the uh, Cleveland Guardians name? Um, I think... I think the choices were limited, but... Uh, no, they actually weren't limited. They had like hundreds of options. Well, good options were limited. I can't think <laughs> of much better, but I still don't like it. Okay. Um, would you have stayed with the old, or what would you have... Uh, well, yeah, I'd stay with the stay old. Stay with the old, yeah. Second place choice, maybe steal the Clippers name. Cleveland, Cleveland Clippers. The uh, Cleveland Spiders apparently was a strong... 
yeah. consideration. That yeah. one's okay, but I, I really I tried to rack my brain on something better, and I didn't come up with much. So what are you going to do? Well, um, this is difficult because, you know, the whole goal here is to come up with something <laughs> that will offend no one. I mean, that is the goal, right? Because well, Indians is deemed to be offensive, racist, but a lot of people love the name Indians because they're told they can't love it. So they do love it. Uh, I have a, he's definitely not a friend with what he says about me on Twitter, but he is someone I used to work with who is the most crazy liberal Democrat leftist you'd ever run into in your life. But he's also a lifelong Indians fan. And so while he is pro-abortion and would gladly shine Joe Biden's shoes every single day of the week and twice on Sunday, he would literally fist fight you over changing the name of Cleveland Indians. So it makes no sense. In the woke city of Cleveland, the supremely left-leaning city of Cleveland, they love a name that most people think outside of Cleveland is racist. The Babylon Bee had the best headline today. The Babylon Bee is a satire site. Said the uh, Cleveland Indians change name to Cleveland <laughs> genderless sports players with no discernible racial features or specific ethnic background. That would have been ideal. I don't know if they could have made a, an acronym out of that, but that's where we are. But next year we'll be the Guardians. It's also odd how it's like the least changes possible. Same font, same mm-hmm. colors. Yep. Same D I A N S. Yep. Yep. I saw someone take the the yep. U, yep. turn it to an O, and then write an I. It just looks like Go Indians. Yeah. It's really close to that. Yeah. Well, maybe that might not be an accident. Might not be an accident. Uh, it is not an accident that the case continues to build toward mask mandates and toward vaccine passports and vaccine mandates. I think that's coming. Uh, as long as the party in power. Uh, is unchecked, and I don't know how you check them because they've got the media on their side, the entertainment industry on their side, the loudest, shrillest voices with the biggest, bulliest pulpits on their side, and the little bricks are starting to mount in the wall. Today, a Minnesota Vikings assistant coach, and you don't get those kinds of jobs like you get a high school assistant coaching job. You really have to be good at what you're doing to get a job in the National Football League. And this guy, Rick Dennison, their offensive line coach, was exceptional in his small group of uh, specialized coaches, only 32 in the world who do what he does, coaching an NFL offensive line. He was fired after refusing to take the COVID-19 vaccine. That's because he's considered Tier 1 personnel, which means essential to the team's function. And the NFL is requiring all coaches, front office executives, and other members of the Tier 1 staff to get the vaccine. Players are not required to get the vaccine. But if they have a vaccine uh, or they have an outbreak of COVID and they can't play a game, they will forfeit the game. They will not let them play the game at another time. Okay, so they can do that. They're a private company. I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm just saying I don't think it's wise to do it. Uh, We are starting to hear more and more and more. Columbus City Schools yesterday, wear your mask. Got to wear your mask. Going to wear a mask. Everybody's got to wear a mask. Okay. Vaccines are out there. If you want a vaccine, you can get one. 
Uh, if you're under 12, you cannot get one yet. But Joe Biden told Don Lamont the other night that you really think that's going to come very quickly. I told you the other day the number of kids under 18 who have died uh, from COVID in the United States is listed at 335. I say it's listed at 335 because we don't really know if it's 335 or not. We hear about science, 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 data, 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 but then there are numbers that they never talk about. CDC doesn't, World Health Organization doesn't, Anthony Fauci doesn't, because why would you need to know how long your immunity lasts if you've had COVID and your body produced natural immunities? Why would you need to know if 335 kids under 18 died from COVID or if they died with COVID? Why would you need to know? In fact, why would you need to know is a familiar refrain at the White House. Here is Jen Psaki, who has not enjoyed answering questions over the past week about Texas Democrats abdicating their responsibility in their legislative body in Austin, flying to Washington, D.C. to hide out so they don't have to vote or give a quorum so a vote can be passed on voter ID laws in Texas. And then they came to Washington and they have COVID, even though they've been vaccinated, even though Joe Biden said the other night, you can't get COVID if you've been vaccinated, which is another lie he told, one of his tepid ones, but nevertheless, one of his lies. So Jen Psaki is trying to make everyone forget the story of the Texas Democrats testing positive and infecting other people at the White House. And she wants you to forget it so bad that if you continue to press her on it, she'll just tell you to M-Y-O-B. Most are asymptomatic if they are individuals who are vaccinated who get the virus. Uh, And, uh, you know, we are in a different place uh, in terms of the impact of individuals who may have, as you said, breakthrough cases. Why not just provide the number? Are you trying to hide something? No, but what is the why do you need to have that information? Why do we need to have that information? Why do you not want to give that information? Why do you not want to tell us how many people tested positive? You obviously know the answer. Why is because if it's a big number of people have tested positive, After being vaccinated, that would impugn the veracity of the vaccine, right? And they can't afford that because they keep telling you that if you get the vaccine, you're totally safe. On one hand, it would at least it would help augment their case for masks. Not that I want their case augmented for masks. Marty McCarry is uh, one of the preeminent physicians in the U.S. He's at Johns Hopkins. You don't get there by accident. Here's what he wrote the other day in the Wall Street Journal. A tremendous number of government and private policies affecting kids are based on one number, 335. That's how many children under 18 have supposedly died with a COVID diagnosis code in their record, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Yet the CDC, which has 21,000 employees, hasn't researched each death to find out whether COVID caused it or if it involved a pre-existing medical condition. And without these data... The CDC decided in May that the benefits of a two-dose vaccination outweigh the risks for all kids ages 12 to 15. Marty McCurry writes, I've authored hundreds of peer-reviewed medical studies 
And I can think of no journal editor who would accept the claim that 335 deaths resulted from a virus without data to indicate if the virus was incidental or causal. But the important numbers, if they dare suggest that what you're being told is not true, not that big of a deal, oh, there's another explanation, you're not entitled to see that information. As I've said many times, I don't like being lied to, and I don't like being gaslit. So we'll have more from Marty McCurry, but next it's Matt Mayer of Opportunity Ohio. 